0: You are listening to the Passion-Minded Mom Podcast for business-driven moms who want to talk about the stuff that matters. I'm your host, Kate Ruder, Certified Transformational Coach for Moms, and together we'll expose the truth behind balancing work while raising a family and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. We'll discuss all things mindset, work-life balance, and wellness, plus taboo topics like money and guilty pleasures. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success as a mom, you have come to the right place. Hi, Mama. Episode 60 is here. This is amazing. I hope your spring is going well. As we get closer to Mother's Day, I wanted to give you some quick takeaways today that you can start applying right now with pretty little effort to make your life easier and more fun. Because you deserve that. Here is the thing. If you are listening to this podcast, and especially if you follow what I do, I know that you already want to find a better way to enjoy your mom life. You may have areas that you struggle with between managing your kids and working to build that business, and you have an idea that there may be a better way to approach these things so it doesn't feel so hard, right? I have this conversation with so many moms around the fact that we have a lot on our plates. Nobody can deny that. But I believe that we also have the power and the gift of being able to handle more than a lot of other people because we are moms. I know I'm biased, but what I see in my clients is that we are actually more equipped to achieve incredible things in our lives and our work because we are moms, I get fired up about this. Can you tell? But here's the thing. I also find that there aren't a lot of resources to help with this, so that's why I'm here. And today, I have a list of things I'm going to share that are relevant specifically for moms like you to help you make things a little easier and a lot more fun. When I was going through my divorce and learning how to become a single mom of two girls under three, I was so stressed out and overwhelmed for so long. I wasn't having fun. Even when I started to improve my habits one by one and I got a coach and I started making all these changes to improve my life and grow my business, I still was not having fun. Everything still felt really serious. So some of what I share today will help you streamline and make things easier, but just as important are the things that will help you have fun along the way, because I kind of forgot to do that. Okay, so number one, this one is so incredibly important to me because it changes my mindset. It changes the way I feel in my body when it comes to exercise. We know how valuable exercise and movement is for the body, but I have found in order to stay committed, the best way to do this as a mom is to schedule in brief bursts of exercise in smaller increments. When I am exercising on a regular basis, I feel more physically equipped to handle and keep up with the kids. And I feel stronger in my body. So we know this is important. It doesn't matter what kind of exercise you choose, but here is the hack. Our calendars are a little more unpredictable than most. So scheduling shorter workouts more often and maybe even sprinkled throughout the day can be super helpful, especially if you have the kids at home virtual learning or when you're on the weekends and they're around more. That way you don't need like an hour to dedicate to it because then it's going to be harder to stick with it. Breaking it down into smaller chunks can make it easier to commit to on a more regular basis and more helpful to squeeze in. And here is the bonus. If you involve the kids you're gonna take it to a whole new level. I share some of those videos where the kids are working out with me on Instagram if you're on there. So if you're making it fun for them to get involved too, it can actually buy you some extra minutes and you're setting a healthy example for them too. Number two, sacred space. This is really important. Find a place, mama, that is all your own. Keep it just how you like it. Keep it clean. Set a boundary that it isn't for anyone else to go in or touch or mess up. And let this space reflect you and your favorite things. Consider all of the senses, smells, textures. It could be a reading nook, a yoga space, a room, your bedroom, a meditation corner, just a chair, or even just a little altar or a shelf in your kitchen where you may spend the most of your time. Incorporate your favorite things and your favorite visuals. Do whatever works for your space because we all have different size spaces, but the most important thing is that you are creating something that is just for you and it feels sacred. And then you're going to start making time to actually spend there. My sacred space is my bedroom. I decided to do this when I became a single mom because I wanted space that was just my own, where I could feel all kinds of peace and sleep is very important to me. So I took it to another level and I purchased luxurious sheets that I love that feel amazing I make my bed every morning. So I take so much pride in how I care for this sacred space of mine. So I encourage you to create yours. Number three this one is for the sink in the kitchen. Many of you may already do this because a lot of very new moms have discovered these tricks with bottles, parts, and things like that. But the sink trick is keep a soapy bowl or just like a Tupperware container next to the sink for all the small parts. There are so many small parts that come with thermoses, the straws, the bottles, all kinds of things. This hack will help you avoid dropping things down the disposal accidentally, you know you've done it, or getting all the crusty bits that develop on silverware or tops and things that sit in the sink and then become hard to clean. So anything small like that, just throw in the little bowl on the side of the sink. Also, in the kitchen, I found that you can just leave the thermoses, bottle parts, and sippy cups, things like that, in the fridge in between uses instead of washing them every single time. Okay, number four, the dishwasher. If you have a dishwasher, loading the dishwasher the same way each time makes unloading very streamlined. If you practice putting the same pieces in the dishwasher in the same place in some sort of order or system each time, you are gonna find that you can unload that dishwasher much more efficiently, saving you a few extra minutes, and you could probably do it blindfold. So this has been something that I have done for years, And I recently realized how much more efficient it is when I had somebody else load my dishwasher and then I was unloading what they had loaded. Huge difference. Okay, number five, create little efficiencies where you notice you keep repeating the same task. So for instance, I found that I was always running back up the stairs to the kid's room to grab socks. So they could get their shoes on before we were leaving for school. And while I love a little extra movement, it was putting a wrench in us getting out the door most mornings, and it just felt frustrating. So I keep a basket, a little cubby of clean socks near the shoe rack. And you can do this, you know, anywhere that you put the shoes in your house or in your mud room or wherever you exit the house. But Keeping this little cubby of clean socks right next to the shoes was a hack that we got used to so quickly, the kids know exactly where to find their socks, and I'm never running up and down the stairs again to get them. So, hacks like this can be really helpful anywhere you notice that you're doing or duplicating something over and over and it becomes inefficient. For instance, if you keep losing your keys you put a key ring or bowl out and make a habit of always putting your keys in the same place. You will never lose them again, I promise you. I've been doing that for like a decade. All right, number six. Here's another hack using cubbies or baskets. If you're a mom, I know you have cubbies. So I keep two small cubbies on the stairs, one for laundry, specifically socks, because the socks find themselves everywhere, right? And a second cubby for grocery items that I've shopped for or files that need to go in another room upstairs to be put away. So instead of letting all these papers sit out on the counter or clutter a table or socks on the floor, I put them into these two cubbies on the steps. So if you find that there are piles of things collecting somewhere, find a container or a cubby like this to pull those things together, and that way you can also easily carry them the next time you are headed to put them away. Number seven, this is for more fun, Mama. So I am a music lover. Many of you know, in my past, I performed and... I love listening to music. I love singing, all of the things related to music. So with all that I have going on, sometimes I forget to actually do this favorite thing of mine. So I created fun playlists, both for working time and for playtime and when I'm with the kids and for all kinds of various tasks. I have a workout playlist. I have a couple of different yoga playlists that I love to go to. And I've created playlists for different moods. So you can do this for you as well. For instance, when I am cooking and when the kids and I are having dinner, I love playing a playlist like a cafe or Italian bistro. And we have so much fun because we talk about what it would be like to eat at a restaurant in Italy and use our imagination. It's really fun. It makes for great conversation and it just lightens the mood. Music is already a mood booster. It's very powerful, so use it to your advantage. Music like mood booster playlists can cut through tension and shift moods when you find that everyone is just impatient or arguing. Just throw in a playlist and it shifts the mood. Don't forget to have dance parties too, because that is something that not only incorporates movement, but it feels good and it's fun. I know it is in my house. We even do it in the car. We do lots of car dancing on the way to school. So incorporate music or something you love on a regular basis. Number eight, another way to have fun is what I want to call a fun match. So what I mean by this is I want you to ask yourself, what are a few things that you enjoy doing? And the kids also like to do. Let's face it. There are things that our kids love that we don't. So instead of letting them down and saying, no, I don't want to play hide and seek again, or doing something that you really just don't enjoy with them, consider proactively creating opportunities for play with a fun match and something that all of you love to do. For instance, If I find my kids are feeling tired or cranky and maybe just need quiet time or a break, sometimes I'll suggest that we all read. We can either read together or we sit in a little bit of a reading nook and we all read something different at the same time. Another example is I have daughters, right? So they love painting nails and I love pedicures. So sometimes as a special treat, if it's in the budget, I take us all for a pedicure. And if that isn't feasible, we can also create a spa afternoon and we pretend to be stylists and maybe I'll even wash their hair and do scalp massage. And then we exchange pedicures and foot massages and they love it. Another example, some of you love board games. I actually don't. But if you do schedule a game night, you know, every Wednesday night is game night. Mine love to play in their play kitchen, and I love to cook. So another example is that they often play in their kitchen while I'm preparing their meal, and we pretend that we're all on vacation and we're going to a cafe. We put a sign on the wall, we name the cafe, and they create their food in their play kitchen while I prepare their real food. You would be amazed how much more patience kids have even when they're hungry, if they're using their imagination while they wait. All right, number nine, promote independence. So depending on the age of your kids, there are so many opportunities to encourage them to be independent. And I don't even have to go into all the benefits of why this is so helpful to them as they get older but create age-appropriate chores for them. So for me, as a single mom who co-parents, this was huge for me because I used to wait until they were either in bed or they had been exchanged with their dad to clean up the house and tidy the mess that was left. And I would walk back into the house or after putting them to bed, and I was left with just picking up the house after them. I was so overwhelmed looking around because I was wishing my house was more organized, but now I've set the expectation that, and they're five and seven now, that their things are to be put away where they belong before they leave for school or go to their dads or go up to bed. And I simply say, make sure everything has a home because if it doesn't, it won't be there when you come back. It also helps to declutter and use home organization to make sure everything does have a place to live. And if it doesn't, then consider that you might just have too much stuff. So something else that I do is, if things are left out, I will often fill up a box with those things, and I'll just put it away for maybe a couple of weeks in the garage. And if they don't even notice, guess what I do with the things in that box? Donate. Donate. So here's something else I do with the girls is I have made it a practice that we dedicate a little bit of time to cleaning on the weekends when I have them. Now, this doesn't need to be excessive. We're not talking about child labor here. We're just talking about dedicating some fun time, right? You can even play some music, like 30 minutes before you get your Saturday started as a family, and I give my daughters the choice of which cleaning they want to do which chore. So we put on the music and we all work at the same time. You can also allow them to earn a reward from this, like a special outing or a favorite activity as a thank you for getting the help. My daughters love this and they've gotten used to this being part of our Saturday morning. So you can do this with folding laundry too. My oldest is really good at folding And sometimes the younger ones can just help match socks as a game. Okay, so this brings me to number 10, which is outsourcing. Mama, this has transformed my mom life. Most successful entrepreneurs are willing to be resourceful in every way possible. And the best and most successful entrepreneurs use money to save time. So outsourcing and delegation is incredibly valuable. For the things that seem to fall to last on the list and aren't getting taken care of. And those things that are causing you the most frustration if they aren't done. Outsource them. Your time is valuable. It is precious mama, especially if you're wanting to grow your bottom line in your business. So be willing to get a little uncomfortable and resourceful and find a way to make this happen so you can experience the upside of creating time for you to make more money in your business and reduce frustration. For example, I have a phenomenal cleaning service, and it's a mom-owned business, so I love supporting the CEO of that company, and I have her come about every six weeks. I also outsource to Instacart, both delivery and sometimes pickup of groceries. I also have hired a mother's helper at times for things around the house, helping with the kids before they were old enough to help with the household stuff on their own. And I'm super excited because after doing four loads of laundry this past weekend and realizing how much time it actually required to wash and fold it at the same time, I decided to hire a local laundry pickup service. This will be so worth the time that I will save doing all of those loads. So consider outsourcing and delegating wherever you can. Get creative and get uncomfortable. So mama, that is what I have for you today. These were all practical tips that you could start implementing now. And all I want you to do right now is just pick one and start doing one of them this week. Practice it so that you can make it a habit and then move on to the next one. So which one will you pick today, Mama? I would love to hear, so head over to my Facebook group if you want to share. We have an awesome community over there, and Mama, my group program, Your Epic Mom Life, is now open, and this is where we take this and so many other strategies to help you transform your daily life so you can double your productivity and your bottom line without the hustle. So head over to my website and I'll drop the link in the show notes. If you are ready to get step-by-step guidance from me so that you can create your epic mom life, we start May 10th. So happy early mother's day. Let's do something different this year for you that will last you the rest of your life. I hope to see you in there and I'll talk to you next time.